Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you for joining me today and, and joining me on my podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time and your support. Uh, today we're going to do something which we've spoken about yesterday. It's about how come uh, Islam colonized the area, um, you know, the whole of Africa, North Africa, Arabia, up to India, uh, in a hundred years. Well, we spoke about uh, plague, we spoke about volcanic eruptions, we spoke about how this region uh, lost its civilization because of continuous volcanic eruptions in the area, in the Levant, and caused havoc across the board, uh, and in came, that void was filled by other other groups and other tribes, and finally formed, um, you know, uh, an empire. So in, in um, 7-11, the Arabs invaded uh, invade Spain. So they first start with uh, modern-day Morocco, um, uh, Algeria, Tunisia, and then they move on to uh, the Atlas Mountains, which is modern-day Morocco. Um, so Islam says the Berber, which are the uh, natives of this land, the Berber, the Imaze, converted to Islam and submitted to God. But it was not that simple. So we're going to talk about it and we're going to see how they entered into Spain and, and what how they built in Spain, whether their rhetoric is correct or incorrect. So it's not that simple. Okay, Berber tribes were not at peace with each other. There were many, many tribes. There was, there was a lot of internal strife. There were those that formed part of the Roman Empire and those tribes who were not part of the Roman Empire because uh, the Romans were the last empire to rule this area. So this meant some tribes were marginalized, left out of the lucrative circle and economic benefits of trade and commerce. The tribes who were not part of the Roman Empire were the tribes who associated the invading Arabs for more power and influence. Um, uh, sorry, the tribes who were not part of the Roman Empire were the tribes who associated, yes, with the invading Arabs for more power and influence, thereby taking on the Islamic label uh, in an alliance, all while keeping their own culture, heritage, faith intact. This in return for power sharing and the Arabs avoiding dimitude status, okay? Um, so the remaining Berber tribes who did not accept Islam were the ones who were part of the Roman Empire and were Christianized. They, they would have shared power with the Romans and benefited from their education, trade and commerce. They were eventually subjugated and marginalized first, forced to submit to dimitude status and eventually Arabicized. So they were the ones who did not ally with the Arabs, but the Arabs took out their wrath on them and, and, and you know, ethnically cleansed them and their language. Uh, today they are Muslims. Uh, thereby they lost their cultural heritage along the way before the Islamized tribes, those tribes that uh, allied with the uh, in the uh, Arabs empires, Arab, Arab, Arabian empires. These tribes continued their conflict with each other under the new banner of Islam. The Arabs were at this point constantly trying to suppress internal revolts. Now the Berber, even prior to Islam, were trying to take over the island of Qute, C-U-E-T-E, uh, and cross over to the Iberian Peninsula. 
in the hopes of overthrowing the Visigoths uh, who were occupying the Iberian Peninsula. Remember the Berber tribes were trading with each other and fellow Berbers on European soil. Now for those who don't know who are Berbers, like I said, they are the natives of North Africa. They are also called Imaze sometimes. And um, they were trading with each other, going from all the way from, they go all, all over North Africa, sometimes Central Africa, not Central, but North Central, where the Sahara Desert is. And there you find Berber tribes even in uh, in Southern Europe, uh, Italy, um, Italy, Iberian Peninsula, Spain, Portugal. A lot of them have mixed Berber uh, heritage. Um, remember the Berber tribes were trading with each other, with fellow Berbers on the European soil, even since we have, ever since we have historical data, and, and even before. The Visigoths would have become a thorn in their side. They were invaders on the Spanish pen peninsula. Under the banner of the new empire of Islam, they found common ground and invaded the Iberian peninsula in 711 AD. Thus, while a few top generals were Arabs, the real invasion was carried out by Berbers. It was a Berber invasion of Spain under the banner of Islam and not vice versa. Uh, the desert Arabs would never be able to undertake such a mountainous reach operation alone. Once on the ground, the Visigoths were sent packing and the Berbers took over. However, their conflicts on North African continent persisted and continued on the Iberian Peninsula. The Arabs were constantly putting out these fires. At the same time, the Visigoths could not have given up. They would have been constantly trying to get their territory back. So while the uh, Muslim advance was stopped in Poitiers in 723 AD, the Reconquista started in 711 AD itself by a noble called Pelagius of Asturias. Um, he was not successful, but having been captured, having escaped again, he retired. He, su he was successful the second time in 722 AD, victory in Covadonga. The Franks at the same time were also trying to gain power on the Iberian soil, and any trick in the book was good. Bribing the Berber tribes, offering them gold, title, money, land, and governorships. The Berber were already known to the Europeans, who, like the European Berber counterparts, were part of the Roman Empire and some of the Cartesian Empire. They would have traded together for centuries before 633 AD. Their internal strife, tribal relations would have run deep economically, culturally, socially, through marriage, commerce, architecture, and knowledge. Numerous Roman temples and palaces, later on converted into churches, bear the hallmark of Berber culture. When the Berbers, under the banner of Islam, invaded the Iberian Peninsula, the land was not barren. There already existed a civilization created by the empires that passed by, the last of which were the above-mentioned Cartesian and Roman empires. Their churches were converted into temples, palaces, roads, bridges, centers of knowledge and hospitals were already in existence. Islam did not add anything but only took it over and rebranded the civilization as an Islamic civilization to glorify its image. As a history as history always repeats itself, the Christian civilization did 
the same rebranding over the Roman civilization. The Berbers, now under the banner of Islam and on the order of Arab generals, would have rebranded and converted most of the churches into Islamic mosques, institutions bearing an Islamic name. Others were destroyed. Remember the Arab generals and the ruling class were a handful of people mostly interested in collecting tribute for their coffers. Their ruling class on the ground were decentralized Berber clans and tribes who ruled the land and independently on the ground while the Arabs collected the tribute and taxes at the center. Islam, like all other religions, was a medieval multinational empire. The term Muslim only meant that they were citizens of the Islamic empire. It was like saying today I'm American and where I have taken an oath at swearing in ceremony, but I live in a province with my own civil code uh, governed in, in certain spheres by the federal's code. So the, the centralized authority um, was the Arabs that collected tribute and the tribes ruled the land on the ground. One of the architectural marvels from this era under the contention is the Mosque Cathedral Cordoba uh, of Spain, in Cordoba, Spain. Islamic sources say that at the beginning of the invasion, they split the church with the Christians. Then they bought over the Christian half and allegedly raised the cathedral to the ground, building a brand new mosque. The cathedral that stands today is, a re is really a mosque built by Islam. To get straight to the point, it's neither mosque nor church. It's a Roman temple uh, built under the Phoenicians uh, or Cartesians. A mathematical structure on an electromagnetic fault line or ley lines similar to the temples built in the past. The Visigoths who invaded southern Europe were in power on the Iberian Peninsula from the 5th to the mid-8th century. They were said to have descended to the Baltic region with their Ostrogothic cousins. They played power politics and spent their time forming alliances to maintain their macroeconomic hold on the region. The Visigoths were Aryan Christians. They thus persecuted other groups of Christians and clergy. The extensive territory they controlled, besides the fact of, of them being only the ruling class, not the working class below, caused their rule to be one filled with strife and internal conflicts, which led to their collapse in 250 years. They took advantage of the disintegration of the Roman Empire and got rid of their rivals, just as the Romans had done for the Cartesian Empire. Not to forget the Phoenicians who came before the Cartesians. They intermarried into Hispanic Roman civilization and eventually lost their Gothic ethnicity. Visigoth kingdoms also were the birth of the eventual Spanish nation. These Visigoths could never have built anything significant for having been too violent a group of people who have contributed to the architectural landscape. They also did not have the resources or as the Roman and the Byzantine empires. The only time of peace was during the reign of Leo Vigild from 568 to 586 AD, where he introduces the code of Le Leo Vigild, where he gave equal rights to Visigoths and Romans. Hence, the mosque cathedral would have been a Cartesian Roman Berber constructions and not the reverse. The absolute jewel in the crown. 
typical of Islam, they reached, they preached that the Umayyads used the stones and uh, pillars from the Roman temple church to construct the mosque. Why do you break something when you want to use the same stones to build something similar again? Pillars are not decorative pieces, they are structural beams used to support the monument. They have to be built from the ground up. One cannot break pillars from an old monument and add it to a new one. This is not a game of Lego. Um, however, Islam has a habit of using this narrative uh, for the civilizations around the world which colonized and rebranded, as they never really built anything themselves. They had to lie to their congregations to sell their Islamic products and subjugate the people. So, for example, there exists the horseshoe arch used at the Cathedral of uh, Cordoba, uh, supposed to be Visigoth. Uh, sorry, um, supposed to be Visigoth, but it's typical Roman Cartesian work. The same existed in Syria prior to Islam. The mihrab attached to the Qibla wall does not face Mecca, but it's parallel to Mecca. A mihrab originally meant a special room in the house. Was it a, what, what was originally a Coptic Orthodox devotional concept then became an Islamic directional tool. As Islam slowly took over the Middle East, North Africa, Spain, and finally Constantinople, which had come under the siege of Islamic armies and fully collapsed under Islamic rule control by uh, 1453. Thus, from the time the time the Muhammad died until 1650, the Islamic army slowly converted Roman Byzantine Christian temples, churches into mosques. Thereby, most mosques today have the same architectural style, originally used by the Orthodox churches from the Roman Byzantine Empire. Uh, so, if the construction of the Cordoba Mosque commenced in 786, did they not have the capability to find the, co the coordinates of the Qibla or the Mirab back then? The Romans had the knowledge of the lunar solar uh, calendars and the Berberus had it. 150 years after the Prophet died, do you want me to believe that they did not have the direction of Mecca as yet? The artwork for the arches are Berber. The courtyard and the minaret is the clock tower for the church and temple which would have been used by the Romans when the, the structure was a temple. The mihrab is sculpted by uh, ornate Byzantine work. The, um, the mihrab, okay. The artisans also created this apparent, apparently sent by the Byzantine church in Constantinople. A gilded dome soars high over the mihrab again, which was nothing to do with Islam for Roman architecture. The mihrab uh, means niche in Arabic. It is an Israelite concept. In traditional Israelite homes and even in Jewish homes, it is customary to mark the wall in the direction of the Mizra uh, for proper Jewish prayer. People used to use artwork with writings from scriptures to mark the direction. When the Islamic Empire took over, the Romans and the Byzantine palaces, they had niches in their walls to erect their deities and the statues of worship. This was taken over by the Islamic invaders who rebranded the temples for their divine requirements. So the so-called mosque cathedral was built on the banks of the Guadalajara, Quivir River, which meant watery river banks, when they would have dug deep to, down to maintain a foundation. Uh, 
No different from than the Taj or the Badalgar temple it, as it was as it's now known. This takes time and money. Islam says that it was the Islamic Umayyad legacy or the golden age of Islam. Well, sorry to bother you readers, but the Umayyads are not engineering or not architectural students. Where did they get this design from? Besides, there were only few Arabs who formed part of the ruling class, as mentioned before. If there was any construction done, it would have been the Berbers who were doing the hard work. Uh, even today, Arabs do not do building. Look at the cities being built with petrol dollars in, in the Gulf, Saudi, Qatar, Dubai. It's mostly forgot, foreign expats who have built those cities, not the Arabs. So why does Islam and ideology get credit for the work by the Berbers who had knowledge prior to the information of Islam? Well, power, absolute power is always what lies in treasury. And the Islamic Arabs know they cannot say that they built it since they were really capable of doing much, ex not capable of doing much except collecting jizya. There was, they, they were, they used a very emotional camouflage in the name of ideology, Islam, to screen their incapacity. And Islam supposedly comes from the God like Christianity before him. So uh, in 2007, uh, pro American professor Marvin Mills also shared a detailed reason why he did not believe that the church in Cordoma has no reason to be attached to Islam or Christianity. One point Mills brings up is that the walls of Cordoba mosque and cathedral are astronomically aligned with, with the summer solstice. They were common with all ancient empires. Um, they were built on high energy fault lines. They were magnificent. They were mathematical structures to understand the electromagnetic energy below. They were also built to replicate the cosmos, uh, thus the astronomical metaphors. The architecture was supposed to tell a story of the cosmos, a cosmos that is a story of the cosmos, a cosmos that is the core of human existence. The Abrahamic religions are colonial multinational corporations. They do not suffer, offer us any knowledge in the terms of maths, science, archaeology, astronomy, besides the basic sun, moon, and the stars. There is definitely no engineering and physics to speak of. The reason given for the construction of the mosque was to accommodate a growing Islamic population. Um, so how was it built? However, it was built outside the city limits. So why did they construct the mosque so far? Islam says it was to replicate the Kaaba and Mecca. Uh, again, the Kaaba is a pre-Islamic monument. So the great mosque of Damascus originally built uh, as a temple dedicated to the deity Hadad, representing the god of storms and lightning. Remember Badalgar temple in India, also now known as the Taj. The Romans converted the temple of Jupiter and Christians to a temple dedicated under John the Baptist, under the Umayyad Caliph Al-Walid. Islam says that the Damascus church was de demolished and the present mosque was built between 706 and 715. The Christians were given compensation, strikingly similar rhetoric. Christ, um, an important fact 
about the mosque cathedral is the horseshoe arc. Islam likes to say the Arabs invented and promoted this architectural marvel, which then became the mainstay of European architecture. However, this too is another falsehood. The horseshoe arch first appears on the Indian subcontinent at the Ajanta Caves. And in my home, uh, in my, in the state of Maharashtra, around 400 to 480 BCE, the arches have a mathematical metaphor and comes from the Vedic maths and science. It then travels to the Middle East, found among manuscripts in modern-day Syria and among Byzantine architectural marvels. Um, on special Im uh, importance were the copies of the Beatus di Libiana. Uh, a community, a commentary on the um, uh, apocalypse, first in, uh, produced in the in the late um, first produced in the late seventh century. Um, sorry, I lost my page. Uh, by a monk Asturias, over thirty copies were made over the subsequent five centuries. They also said to have details of doorways and sanctuaries in the form that they were to be replicated in churches from Asturias to Catalonia across the Pyrenees into the area once known as Septia, Septimania. One of the earlier falling copies of the Beatus uh, Morgan from the former Abbey of San Miguel de Escalada is now held in the United States. It dates from 926 to 960 AD. The first known arches in this region were actually slightly further away in Ethiopia from the 3rd to the 4th century AD. It can also be seen on the 3rd century sarcophagus in Villa Matai in Rome. Among the other architectural marvels on the Iberian Peninsula, we have San Juan Banos de Palencia. It has inscriptions that records its concentration in 661 AD. Um, it has been seen on the third of uh, third century sarcoph. Sorry, um, it has inscriptions that recorded its construction in 661 A.D. Near Zamora stands the Church of San Pedro the Nave. The date of the church is around 670 to 680 A.D. A couple of centuries before Santa Maria, uh, Maria de, uh, de la Vinas near Burgos, which was built around 890, however, the apse remains from Santa Maria. Um, so the horseshoe arc, arc is very prominent in Islamic architecture from way before 706, yet Islam takes credit for, the, for it. it uh, if the Cartesians and Romans controlled the Iberian Peninsula and built temples in the area, does not one think that Cordoba Cathedral, which bears the hallmark of an architectural genus, also belongs to these empires? So how did the Arabs build the mosque? Besides, there were only a few handful of Arab ruling class elite in Spain. It was a Berber invasion and occupation under the, under the umbrella of Islam. Uh, a very interesting feature of the cathedral is the presence of the gargoyles and doves. Islam says that these demonic creatures were added on after the Reconquista of 1313. They do not provide any proof of the same. 
However, close choose to stick to their rhetoric on the basis of perceived construction of mosque. Well, this mosque cathedral also has gargoyles and doves prior to Islam taking over the site, just like the Indian subcontinent when the Islamic empires took over the Hindu temples and destroyed all their animal carvings. Um, the Berbers were always people who even today love to learn and gain the knowledge. Destruction is not native to their souls unless it is imposed on them as an ideology. The Arabs could not, could not cause too much of commotion among those who taxes and tributes depended upon. We also find subterranean chambers in the cathedral spaces below the, the and the spaces below. This could not have existed if the construction was simply a mosque. The subterranean chambers also replicate the cave monasteries of the Byzantine Cappadocia with the underground cities and tunnel system. Very similar to the underground chambers and tunnels found below the Taj Mahal and the Agra Fort in India. So the minaret of the cathedral is six 60 meters high. That's not one thing that the Muslim would have climbed up there five times a day, especially considering that the mosque is built on the outskirts of the city, the edge of the Guadalquivir River. How does the Muslim voice carry so far? Even if the congregations came to the mosque, the minaret is too high for his voice to reach the faithful. It was probably built for another purpose. And Professor Ma uh, Marvel Mills states in his books, it would have been used by previous civilizations as a watchtower or lighthouse. Uh, Manara or Amnara in Arabic means light coming from the verb nar. It also is the same term for the Madana in ancient Arabic documents. From these terms, we get the word minaret, meaning lighthouse to the tin tower. To, so it's not far-fetched to say that the Arab invaded a civilization who already had existing forts and temples, monuments and architectural jewels, which were then rebranded and converted to Islamic mosque using the same meaning with Arabic vocabulary, all institutionalized under the colonial empire of Islam as a screen so that they can challenge the rhetoric. So that, my friend, is the information I have. We will continue this tomorrow um, and we will look at some more um, constructions in this area and how Islam takes over this area. Uh, just to recapitulate, uh, Islam says they built the mosque in Cordoba. I say no, it's still the same Visigoth mosque, so it's very, very important to say that. It's important for you to understand what preceded it and what came after it. So very, very important to understand that Islam um, invaded with the Berbers and not by themselves and the Berbers who were there to control everything on the ground. So on that note, I thank you very much for your time. I wish you a great day and you have yourself a fantastic day ahead.